evening, good evening. It is December 1st, 2021. And I'm with you again. I'm going to give you another Jam's Thoughts. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I'll title this one, but it's a Jam's Thoughts. Don't really have any formalized episodes coming up for you before the end of the year. End of the year, I think the 31st, when I return from um, a trip, I will record my year-end episode and that will be an interesting one. I will let it all kind of, um, you know, just just play out. I've, I've accomplished, you know, in this, I guess in this space, I've accomplished a lot. You know, I set goals and I've kind of accomplished them. And I got to see my my wrapped for the year. And that's cool. Put numbers in my head of where, you know, I want to be next year. And really get yourself thinking about what, what, you, what you're trying to create. And what, and really that's, I think, I think that's the name of this episode. It's Jam's thoughts on create <laughs> creation and creation, of course, makes me really happy. It gets me excited. It makes me really, you know, get jazzed up about interacting in the world, just understanding how people are and just trying to either write, either create a pod, you know, photo- photograph something beautiful. Just try to leave your stamp on the world. I remember and on, on my wall, on my positivity wall, <laughs> um, there is a key. And I've talked about this before. I was given this gift a long time ago by a dear friend that, excuse me, that we kind of had our, I don't know. We've. It, it, I will say, I won't say that I, it's been an interesting year for that friend we just had a moment and then for me i just kind of walked away and uh, i think i've walked away from a lot of people this year not because i was angry necessarily i just it wasn't what i needed to get me to where i'm going and that's hard sometimes it's hard when people don't understand where you're trying to go but he gave me this this key and it's on this chain and it's something i'll always keep because it's create i mean it was it was him stoking at me to keep creating because oftentimes I would get in this space where I would write things and I would not create. (laughs) I would not show them off and I would not post them. And I think the reason why I think about him and I think about this, this key is because um, coming out of the hospital, I really wanted to make a commitment to myself to just just do what I needed to do. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't want to um, play those games anymore where I was not going full speed, going through the motions. And I wanted to live up to the first rule that I believe in, which is never lie to yourself. Never lie to yourself. You know, when you catch yourself doing it, you got to reflect, you got to sit down and you really got to think like, what are you doing? Because at the end of the day, no one else matters outside of yourself for your happiness. You are the, you're the catapulting, you know, device person. You are the, you are the thing that creates that wealth of of joy. There are other people who can add to it, but you are the source of your own happiness. And um, part of what I was doing was really, I was writing things <laughs> And I was hiding them. I, I didn't want to put them out. Um, some of them really were um, from real life situations. Some of them 
were story and I didn't want to have to play this game where I had to explain every poem because um, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm going to leave that in 2021. Um, if, if someone wants an explanation, then, Hey, um, you tell me what you think of it. But I, I know that friends were trying to do their best and they were worried about me and concerned about me, but I'm just, I'm going to write, it's my form of therapy, but at the same time, it's not just that for me. It became this thing that I said, okay, I want to be an author. I want to have a book. That's the end goal of this is to have a book. I mean, well, the ultimate end goal is to have a book, to be it, to let it be celebrated, to let it be resonating with people, make a difference. I mean, you know. And what ends, what ends up happening is, is that I found myself writing and really having really good points of inflection, really great points that probably could make people resonate, but I stopped going toward that, that zone. I really stopped doing it because, um, one, I had some beef with the platform I use for poetry. I mean, that's not really the best. not really the best place to put it because um, everything that Instagram is modeled after is, is, is a flow of money, a flow of marketing to make money. And, and of course, poetry can make money, but if you are a smaller creator, then it's a harder gate. Then I decided to stop playing by the rules, stop doing, using the hashtags. I stopped looking for the reach. I just literally, I'm posting it because I want it to be out there, but at the same time, I'm not making the effort to, create as I should, um, because I'm not taking that, that final step is to present the project as what it is. And then to give it its ultimate, you know, to put it in an aircraft that it's going to be able to fly, not to put it in a truck and then it's going to meet the water and you can't get over it because the aircraft, the aircraft can fly over it. And that's where the hashtags, that's where the game comes into. Um, I kind of set myself on a shelf because I just really was like, I don't really care. I'm going to create poetry. I'm going to put it out. And then, then I really started thinking about NFTs and I really started thinking about ways to monetize. And I feel like I should be able to control the creation. I should be able to um, monetize my art, no matter how big or small that, that money is. So I've been, I've been, I spent the last few years really lost because I wanted my art to mean something to people. And I didn't really care as much about the monetization at first. But then when Instagram really started to limit my space, I really got frustrated. I was just like, F it. And just, and that, I mean, hell, I was earlier this year, I was thinking about closing that account. I was just like, I don't think it needs to be. But more than ever, I, I want that account to be open because now I'm thinking about just closing my other social media accounts because I'm really tired of hearing um, people complain and grumble every day when people really go through things and People are trying to be artistic and trying to be great as I have been trying to do. But nonetheless, friends have worried about me and they know me. And so I, I, I write a certain thing, I post it. The next thing you know, I've got to have to go through a full debrief on this poem. And I'm going to leave that in 2021. I don't have any reason to explain to any of you anymore um, what it is. If you if you need it, look for that in the lost episode. Lost episode four.
possibly, possibly coming at the end of the year. If not, I'll lead it. I'll lead it in the new year. You know, there there's enough poetry that I have released recently. So I've been on a tear, um, just really going through and just writing, posting, boom, and um, yeah. I I I continue to put my stamp on. I will create. I will continue to find this as a source of wealth for me. It gives me um, it gives me hope. It gives me happiness, and um, so I'm going to continue to write. Saying that, I really had been on on this fence because I've talked about it before, where I was writing this book, "Take Me to the Ocean." I don't think I've ever said the title until now because <laughs> normally I would hold it back. Like there were a lot of people, but um, they're not as many people who listen to me. So I put it out there. If somebody beats me to it, it doesn't really matter. Whatever. I can find another title. I think being expressive about it is more important because I have to share the good news. And so, you know, I had really been struggling trying to finish this book Really, like for the last, I would say, got real distracted in 2020 with COVID and everything. Didn't really visit the water like I needed to. And then, you know, I made my commitment. I wanted it done by 1231. And <laughs> I would say, I think it was like two days ago, I, I was sitting down, kind of looking through it and figuring out, okay, um, Let me see what I can do. And then I stumbled on a few poems that will not, they won't make it. They, they're they're going to be pulled out. And then I had this aha moment. I was like, aha, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have any more. I don't have any more poems to give. And as far as this experience, I no longer have anything else that I can offer this um, series. This series is done and it's been done. And I think what it started to make me do, because I, I was kind of struggling. I really was. I was like, are you really going to do that? Are you really not going to finish it? Because I, I had a target number of about 70 poems. And um, when I pull all the poems out for the final selection... I'm at 50. So really I needed to, I, I I was about a 59 poems that I wrote. So, you know, I needed a, needed a good 11 to get me home. And I was like, no. And the reason why is because how I felt in 2018 to 2019, when I started this journey and I was really cranking it out and I was there, I was, I was near a water source a lot. Doesn't mean I don't go to them now. It just means it's like, if I miss a sunset, I'm not, it's not the end of the world for me. Whereas before I needed those sunsets and I needed those sunrises. Um, now it's a different thing. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> um, and because I don't care, how can I continue? How could I write 11 more poems? that would really put me and immerse me in that feeling that I had in 2018 and 2019. It wouldn't. Now, some people could say, yeah, you could, and you could, you could show um, different degrees, but no, I couldn't. I just couldn't. I, 
that was it. That, that was it. It hit me it, when I was reading through these poems and I was trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to get this where I need to? I just realized I'm not, this is it. I'm done. 50 is going to be the number could be short or small, but you know what? Now we need to move to trying to work on, you know, getting this made into a book. So if I am to release my first book, I'm not going to say if wrong words, when I release my first book, take me to the ocean. It will have 50 poems or I have less. It may even come in at 40. Cause there's, there's a lead. I can chop it down to 40 and really collect you into a story um, of hurt, of hope and happiness. That's really, those really were the three pillars that were, that made this book really speak to me. It was hurt, hope and happiness. And, um, it's done. And I, <laughs> I can't tell you how happy I am that it's done. And that I'm happy that I made the decision that it's been done. I just couldn't get myself to it because I was, I was trying to play by the rules. And I think this year has been a perfect situation for me to really go against my need to play by the rules. I don't need to play by anybody's rules, but mine there. I mean, when you talk about respecting people, that's different, but I mean, trying to write a book of poetry and having at least 80, 80, 70, 80 pages, 70, 80 poems worth. And no, you know what? I can make this book. I can make it how I want. And if my name's on a book, if I'm working on that, when my name is on the book, then it'll be a great day. And that would have accomplished a major goal that I wanted to, because then no matter what, they can never take Arthur from me. Just like they can't take father from me. So for me, the struggle of my identity that I've had is of where people believe I'm supposed to be or who I'm supposed to be while I'm trying to reclaim who I am. You have, you have portraits of me. You do not have the complete masterpiece. I am that. And I believe that creation has helped me get closer to my true self. It's helped me to realize how much energy I put into other people and playing into this facade instead of using my energy to play into who I want to be. And if I, 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 like I said before, I've said this whole year, this was going to be a discovery year for me. I knew it. There has been a lot of discovery. There's been an awakening in some sort, some sorts. And to say to myself that the status quo was never good enough for me. And because it's not, I refuse to accept what it's doing for me. And take me to the ocean in its completion. It's been complete. It's just been complete. And I, um, um, I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful I had the hindsight and the, the awareness to be able to say I couldn't go any further. I had nothing more to, to give this collection. And because I don't, I'm very excited that it's over. And I can find the next thing that inspires me to want to write, write in a book style instead of just to write a bunch of poems, which technically any of the poems I have in, in my collection, I could throw them into a book. But yeah, I'm excited that that, this done. And so I wanted to 
give you the poems that I took out. So in 2018, I, I took a cruise and, so, you know, I was around water <laughs> and a lot of the cruise, it had different reflective points for me at days. There were days you're at sea, you're in the middle, you, there's no land around. So you just have time to think and reflect. So there's a portion of hope that I got from that trip. There's also some happiness I got from that trip. But the whole point of what I was going to do is I was the person that I went with that I love, even though we've had our days, um, <laughs> I never intended to use them as a complete you know, muse. I never wanted to do that. So I knew that in the end, some of these poems would be taken out. And like these three that I'm going to read you from off the top, they were always going to be taken out because I didn't feel like. I would want to put them in a book and give someone. A, there's something about storytelling and there's something about sharing your experience with people. But when I write, I write behind this veil. I can speak directly to that user and that person knows who I'm talking to, but the rest of the world doesn't. You are left. And that's how I like to write. I want you to, to look at this as it's a story being brought to you. And that you can identify with it. That's the way I've all, anything that I've released, I've always wanted it to feel that way. Even if it was very personal, even if I was, you know, saying something about myself, I wanted you to be able to sit in that chair and be able to say, I, I feel this. Now, there's some times where I'm saying things and they're, they're wake up calls to myself. There are things that I feel like need to be said because maybe another person feels that way, but it primarily is for me. And you have to discern in my poetry where that's at. Saying all this to say this, I'm going to read you three poems. They're not going to make the book, but they were very special poems for me in that time. I've had some confliction because these three poems I never gave to this person. And I've cleared a lot of my debts <laughs> over the last few years is about giving people flowers, telling them what I need to say. And I've been stuck on the fence about like, should I send these to her? But I don't believe that I should because it does nothing for her. It does nothing for me. I just love I just love how I felt in these moments. So first one, this trip with you has been amazing. I have jumped in the ocean, took a slide into the ocean, drank near the ocean, laid out on a float in the ocean. I swam with you in the ocean. I got to steal a kiss from you in that ocean. We made margaritas and tacos together, a nice dinner in which you look stunning. All of these things I never could foresee. Your spirit helps to push me past my fears. I could continue to praise you, but I will end by saying thank you, and I love you. Elegant night. A dinner in which we dress up. You look amazing. I'm speechless. I get to go to dinner with you? How, how am I so lucky? That dress, it curves to your body perfectly. We are in the middle of the ocean. No cares and no worries. Let's have a drink, enjoying each other's company. <laughs> Last day of the cruise. It's almost time to go home. A beautiful sunset to end the day. 
a beautiful woman to share it with. I am full of emotions, somewhat overwhelmed. Tears form, but they won't fall. I'm not sad. I'm full of joy. You are amazing to me. I'm not ready to go home. I just want to stay in this moment forever in your arms. Those three didn't make the cut. And they're very personal. Um, they also have a company pictures by them. They, they, yeah, this last one specifically was, it, it really was how I felt. I really did not want to go home. I did not want to leave that trip. And the crazy thing about it is coming back, May was, May was nice. May was really nice. And then June hit, and then my world just drastically changed. And I didn't learn it then. I started to learn about myself in review um, in 2019. And then I finally brought it all together middle of this year. What I learned is I had a friend, I have a dear friend. Um, she talked about being in relationships that always took from her. She was always the giver and she was always being taken advantage of or not getting exactly what she wanted. And the next one that she wanted, she was going to be needy because she needed to feel the love, to feel the appreciation of which she gave. And she had to be careful because she wanted to make sure that that person she was with wasn't it was going to be fair to them. She didn't want to be taking from someone in which they couldn't give to the level she was taking. She still cared enough about that. And so what I learned is my conditions of love is when I, I love, I love all the way. I love hard. I love pretty freaking hard. And so I have this tendency of, I give an example of someone that I love right now that I will never be with. Um, and I'm not in love with them because we don't have enough, but I, if I, if I have to explain how you can love someone and not be in love with them, then, then you're not living this human experience. I have enjoyed this person as a friend. They have been dear to me. They've listened to me. They've made me laugh. They've given me supportive um, conversation. They've also tried to push me into great direction. And I got to see them earlier in the year. Um, and I knew going into seeing them, going to lunch with them, I said, this was it. This was going to be my goodbye because I knew that I couldn't stand to be close to them and not have all of them. And that was a selfish feeling. And the way I dealt, I used to deal with selfish feelings is I would push people away like I did with this person. I just was like, all right, have fun. Good to see you. Goodbye. I knew that was goodbye. And oddly enough, I had to deal with these feelings recently um, within the lot. And I wanted to record. One night I was up. This is just after she texted me. We had a text exchange for a few hours. And I got on this microphone and I started talking. <laughs> and I couldn't even keep myself focused to even deliver you points, to even give you this journal entry. I just was so, I was swept up in my emotions. I was so happy to receive the text. I was so happy to be speaking with her, but I was so sad because all I wanted was to be able to kiss her. Like, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to be able to, to, to hug her. 
hugs are amazing to me. To be able to to embrace someone, like I just miss being touched. I miss um, having someone like hold your hand or like look at you as you are so valuable. I miss that so much. And I want that with her. Well, I, a part of me wants that with her. I, there's enough of me that outprocessed her to understand where I lie. I have a way of processing my emotions that when I can't have something, I don't kick and scream. I just go about, first thing I do is move that person off my board. And then I start to go through the, the grief process of not being able to get my way. It, it probably takes a few weeks. Once out of sight, out of mind enough, then I realize that that's not the life I can have. And so then I move on, start to move on, start to do my own thing. And then I'll be fine. That's just usually how it works. And that's how it was. I was in this space where sometimes I was, I kind of missed her, kind of wanted to text her, but I wouldn't because I knew if I would have conversations with her, it was going to cause me a little bit of grief. And I didn't want to cause any grief. I didn't want to have awkward conversations and try to ask her to give me something that she couldn't give me. At times, understanding where you're supposed to be in this this world is very important because a lot of times we don't. We just walk around and we do whatever we want. Meanwhile, I'm out here living to her advice. She once told me you should take everything you need, want, and desire. And you shouldn't worry about how the other person sees it. You should worry about going and cultivating your own happiness. And that um, advice has been very poignant and very useful for me because that's how I've kind of lived. But if we're being honest here, that's not what I want. I want all of it. I want the hugs. I want the laughs. I want the arguments. I want the misunderstandings. I want the confrontation. I want the kisses. I want the, hey, on a tough day, I want the calls. I want it all. And you know what? The funny thing in that, what I just said, not one thing that I said was sex. And so I have this dilemma that when I love someone, sex doesn't become, it's important, but it's not like the top, it's not the number one thing that I'm, you know, seeking. Now I can get focused and, and make it happen, but it's like when I'm not in love, then I'm just out here pounding my brain out. <laughs> We shield ourselves so much from the hurt that we can incur that we start to dim the light of who we are. That's the truth. And so we we, we stuff our our true selves down to compete in the, in this world. Like like for me it. I don't have to try as hard to just go out here and just find people to have sex with. You know, I think the hardest part is to keep them from tilting into a situation in which they want more because I don't seek it. You know, the hard part for me when it comes to dating is for a person that I'm interested in, for a person that's interesting for me, I care about all the particulars. I look, I look at the details. I look for the small things. I pay attention because that shows my love for you. 
Um, but it tends to make me, I feel a little weaker. Like I, it's not the response a modern woman wants. A woman doesn't want a man who's just love drunk over her and sees her as valuable and only sees her and becomes tunneled on her. It's like the test of me is to get you, but then to make sure that I compete in this space that other people want me. I don't know. It's not a space that works for me. So I that that's kind of my dilemma where I'm in. Like I can I can I can know love. I know it will. <laughs> but the work that is that I have to do for it, it's a little tough. Maybe I'm not really willing to to give into that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one day I will. I, I don't know. I do know that there is a danger in limiting yourself and then playing by other people's rules. And I just, I no longer have the space or the time for it. I just don't, I don't care to do it. And I won't. It's not something that I'm trying to do. I am, I want all of it. I want the boring nights. I want the date nights. I want love. I want this person to look at me from across the room and we have the same thought and we know what time it is <laughs> in a crowded room. I want that person to seek me out. I want to seek that person out. I want all that beautiful shit that we talk about that we want, but we're not willing to do because we're not willing to be uncomfortable. And that's what it comes down to. Am I willing to be so vulnerable in front of you or to give you all of me at the expense that you could chop my heart in half, walk away from it? I can put all the chips on this table and you can walk away with all of them and leave me with none. So that's that's the dilemma that I find myself in to where I don't trust, I don't have hope you know, I was talking to a friend today. We were actually we're recording. We're working on recording together. It'll be fun. Um, I don't know if I don't know how we're gonna do it. If if ultimately it'll come under this banner, maybe it will. I don't know if she wants to put it under a banner for us. We make a, a pod for that. I don't know. Either way, it was just fun. We were having really good conversation, and um, that won't. I won't say it won't meet the light of day because the trick is is we can create a Patreon. And then let it be behind the scenes footage that people could, you know, get. So it just it just depends. It just depends how all this works. But the conversation was 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 really good and, and we were kind of talking about, you know, various things. And and I was just one of the things she was talking about when I said this, I just don't have hope. I don't believe in people anymore. I don't I don't believe people are are innately kind i don't believe that they truly care i think people are very selfish and one of the things that we landed on is it is overstimulation and i completely agree with her because um we talked about like the hurricane that ravaged our town and what it did to us and so like i don't consume television the way i used to you know i don't even consume screens the way i used to like at night a TV would, I put a TV on a sleep timer. I haven't put a TV on a sleep timer since the hurricane hit because literally I can turn my TV off and then I will 
turn my Spotify on and literally play 30 minutes of some classical music and I'll be out in 10. Like I listen to music to go to sleep, to calm me. I don't allow white noise to be in the background. It's just not a thing for me anymore. You know, it's not, it's not where I'm at. I can't do it. And so because I can't do it sometimes that, you know, you hear other people go through things and do things and and they're living in that white noise. I can't do it. But one of the things you kind of was the sticking point is you have to have this, this push toward hope. You always have to believe and try your best to see the best in every situation. And it's hard. When I look at love, I just don't see it as something that is obtainable for me anymore. I believe that I can love someone, but they will not love me the way I need them to love me. And that is where the deficiency happens and where I seek reciprocity and I, and I won't get it. And that kind of, that, that makes me mad. And it makes me mad because it's like, if I can show you the world, um, no, if I can show you my heart, if I'm willing to be completely open um, to give you everything that's me, then why aren't you willing to do the same? And I no longer ask those questions because the truth be told, I don't care. I don't have hope. I don't believe in people anymore. I believe that people are playing this game. We all are playing this game where we want everything, but we're willing to, but we, we want full value of something we're trying to acquire, but we're willing to only give you a third or a fourth of the work to get it. Do not believe people are trying to give you their full effort to get what they want. They just give you the the tidbits, little niblets, just to get enough. And that's not good enough for me, you know? Like, that's that doesn't work. That sucks. I'm, I, you know, and it's like you, you know, like the dating apps. You go on the dating apps, it's like, oh, my God, this is, this is horrible. It's not even fun. That's what I mean. It's the game, man. It's the game we play. So what do we do? What do I say? Do I continue to push forward in, in a space in which I don't feel comfortable in? Do I give up? Do I sit down like I did for years where I was just like, ah, oh, F it. No, no, you get out there and you try. You have to be uncomfortable. Should have probably named this be uncomfortable, but no, that's a different pod. That's a different day. There are going to be times that are going to be difficult, but it's not that you have to navigate them. It's how you navigate them. And I think that's what I've learned. As long as I continue to try to create, as long as I'm willing to go reflect, sit, create, sit, and and try to put my best self forward, I will continue to receive the love and I will continue to receive the gifts that are meant for me. When I sit down on the sidelines and I don't participate, that is when I don't get anything. So if I leave you with anything today, create. It doesn't have to be writing. Create in your life. Keep going forward. Keep pushing. Don't give up. Because I believe in you. And I'll always believe in you. As long as you're willing to keep going. I once taught my son how I see the word failure. You know, a lot of us have been conditioned. I I used to be one of those fear of failure people. I didn't want to fail. Didn't want people to look at me like a failure. Didn't want this and that. I failed a lot. But I really didn't fail. I lost. 
You only become a failure when you give up. And that's how I define failure. Because you're going to get your ass knocked down or you're going to get back up. And for quite some time in the love department or the dating department, I was a failure because I just gave up. I just sat down and was like, this isn't meant for me. This is not where I'm going. Screw it. And I can't do that anymore. I haven't been doing it for some time. But I, I hold steady to that. I want it all. I want your smile. I want your kiss. I want your hug. I want to hold your hand. I want the goosebumps that I feel when I look at you or when you touch me. Okay. I want matching pajamas. I want you to steal my hoodies. (laughs) I want it all. And so that's where I hold my hope. I hold my hope that it's still possible for me. And until my dying day, we're going to keep playing. Even if that means I'm just banging my brains out. (laughs) Shoe knows it. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. Chew knows it.